Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy Whether one line of plot holes or two it is poopies It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Izzy gentlemen i'm steve and i'm izzy and this is everything, everything i learned from movies tonight <laughs> 1998's uh probably not summer blockbuster uh, what are you talking about this is everything a summer blockbuster needs <laughs> except for stars and it's firestorm Woo! what are you talking about the stars the wonderful the great the mostly cybernetic Howie Long. <laughs> right, Raider Nation's own Howie Long. Yeah! <laughs> uh, but first, I'm but, a little parched. Oh, uh, we need a beverage. What do you have for my unquenchable thirst? Uh, well, it has absolutely nothing to do with a firestorm or smoke jumpers. We have some boat swaying chocolate stout. Stout brewed with cocoa powder. There's a boat towards the end. There is a boat towards the end. <laughs> Let's face it, one of the greatest uses of a boat ever. It's true. But we'll get to that in a second. So this is in a lovely little can. You may hear my cat that I'm about to strangle. Alrighty, Boat Swain. Boat, um, beers are unique brews made in small batches. Our chocolate stout has aromas and flavors of dark chocolate, roasted malt, and a tangy hot bitterness. Mm. Alright, here we go. Oh, my top! <laughs> 12 ounce can, obviously. <laughs> Alright. Ooh. Yeah. This is dark and lovely. Yeah, that is a nice dark brown. You can definitely see the uh, like ruby highlights and stuff on the side. And ooh, and the head's kind of cascading and stuff. That's always good. Oh, that was always so pretty. I love cascading heads. <laughs> 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 
You hear me right. knocking the can over. All right, Steve's yeah. gonna go in for a sip. I think he's got a mm, he's just, got a lot of head on top just of that. Sniffing the head a little bit. Uh, yeah, definitely mm -hmm. chocolatey, a little bit of a little bit of toastiness yeah. on it. Yeah, this has uh, some really beautiful ruby highlights. If you can get it up against the light. Mm -hmm. Light's not the best right. At, well, the light's actually gorgeous in our room right now. It's uh, the golden hour while we're recording this, but not the best for checking out the highlights in beer. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's gorgeous. It's a uh, pretty mild stout. But yeah, definitely got a little toastiness. Definitely has a little chocolate, like more like a like cocoa mm -hmm. kind of nibs and stuff. It's, yeah, uh, it's more like bitter chocolate. Yeah, yeah. So it's got the little bit of bitterness, uh, possibly from the hops and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Seems yeah. Not not too hoppy, just like a I don't know. A nice balance gives it like yeah. a semi-sweet chocolate taste. Yeah. Like, like, if you've ever just picked the uh, chocolate chips out of a chocolate chip cookie, you're just eating a handful of chocolate chips because chocolate chips are awesome. Mm -hmm. Very similar to that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nice dark beer, ruby highlights, nice dark khaki head. Delightful. Try this out. Khaki. Khaki. <laughs> oh, but first, Firestorm. Firestorm! Uh, How so long did not lose his khakis? <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Had you seen this movie before? This is my first time watching this mm. movie. I know that Steve watched it because oh, Steve he watched had it a sports ball theaters. player in yeah. it. <laughs> is yeah. there a movie with sports ball players in it that you haven't seen? Oh, absolutely. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's sports stars pop up in a lot of movies, uh, but that'll be brought up later. <laughs> um, this movie, Firestorm, was directed by Dean Semler. Who's he, Steve? Me, Dean Semler. Uh, had a little burp there. Uh, well, you may know him. He's a pretty famous cinematographer. Uh, he's done it for movies like Dances with Wolves, Apocalypto, mm -hmm. Last Action Hero, Triple uh, X, uh, Super Mario Brothers. Uh, the three so only the classic. <laughs> right. He also did Three Musketeers, the 93 version, not the uh, 2011 <laughs> version we did. Real quick, I'm just going to say, uh, between Dances with Wolves and Super Mario Brothers, that's <laughs> a hell of a leap. Oh, there's more. Uh, Get Smart, mm -hmm. 2012, Cocktail, Young Guns 2, and Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. He was cinematographer for all of those movies. That is a diverse career. Right? My, my applause. Now, when it comes to directing, he yes. directed this movie mm -hmm. and The Patriot. Not the Mel Gibson one. Okay. This is a, <laughs> another 98 movie. This one stars Steven Seagal. Oh my god. So Steve, I have a movie for the podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, he directed The Patriot? I thought that was like a Mel Gibson joy. And then I looked into it like, oh, not that one. Mm. Oh, what are we going to do Seagal month? Um, when our audience demands it. <laughs> audience, please tweet at E-I-L-F. M at, on Twitter. E I L F movies. Oh, it's movies. Okay, I knew I was gonna get it okay. wrong 100 percent. It's okay. Time. I, I'm sure you follow me online. I absolutely. Do. By the way, big shout out to the over a thousand followers we have on Twitter now. That Woo! Is, that you is guys amazing. are amazing. Now I know half of you are other podcasts and possibly spam bots, but you know what? Half of you aren't, and I, I appreciate yeah, that. But <laughs> at least half of the half that are not podcasts are porn bots. Probably. And you know what? Special shout out to you guys. You work hard. That's right. <laughs> Those boobs ain't going to pay for themselves. <laughs> you know, it's right. a tax write-off, right? <laughs> oh, no, yeah. if, you're, if, you're if you're a stripper you're or a porn stripper, star, yeah. having your boobs enhanced is a tax write-off because it increases uh, your sales for your business. Note to self. Right? Get your boobs well, done if well, you're going into porn. What about artists? 
Mm. I have really spectacular breasts. You so really do. Do they need to be enhanced? No, I'm saying they don't need to. Okay. No, thanks, right <laughs> off. Anyway, so this movie <laughs> uh, stars uh, Raider Nation's own Howie Long as Jesse Graves, uh, Scott Glenn as Wint, and William Forsythe as Shay. William Forsythe is amazing. He is. He's, he, he, speaking of diverse groups, he's been in a right. lot of good movies just playing... Like too. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's been the bad guy in some. He's been a good side character in others. Yeah. He's just got a very... He's been in Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. <laughs> All right, we had... I got a thin dick. <laughs> we, we had a discussion the other day, and hopefully Podland, you guys can, uh, can chime in here. Steve has a theory that uh, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo is not a bad movie. It's not. I beg hey, to differ. All right, pr- all right, anyone out there, have at me. How is Deuce Bigelow not an enjoyable movie? It's not enjoyable. The characters are all completely unlikable. What? But one one unlikable character in that movie. Eddie Griffin. Deuce Bigelow. What the guy from the, the Mummy? Gigolo. The guy from Mummy is horrible in that movie. Whoever the he's chick funny, is in that movie. Horrible. I can't yeah, I don't anyway, know. we're not talking about Deuce Bigelow because I'll win. We're, we're talking uh, about Firestorm. <laughs> I feel like you haven't seen it in a while, honey. Yeah, it doesn't matter. European <laughs> Gigolo, though, that's just classic. Uh, so, yeah, those are our stars. Uh, basically, the movie starts out. Yeah. There's a fire. There is uh, a fire. <laughs> Shocker. Oh, but it's like seven years ago? One year ago. One year ago? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was one year ago. Um, the, it's the rounding of house, and there's a family that's out, uh, and uh, they got the smoke jumpers flying in the airplane, jumping in, and saving this family. Except wait, wait, wait. So, for those of you out there who don't know, um, in California, especially in like Colorado and the Northwest region here, we have a lot of fires. Uh, there was one year I do remember seventy percent of California was on fire. Seven zero. And California is not a small state, <laughs> um, so we have like a ton of elite task force that we like loan out to a bunch of other states and that. But uh, so smoke jumpers are basically they're firefighters who go in by helicopter and like if somebody is trapped or something they can basically parachute in and then help guide them out of the for- of really intense situations and they can also help them like when the the buckets are over excuse me overhead dropping and that they've got like the protective blankets and that they can basically keep people alive carve out trails if they need to and overall kind of help contain the fire but they're not just your regular like show up in a fire truck firefighters exactly yeah um and in this case they get to the family. They're going to be safe. Blah blah Plus blah. A bunch of like hikers I mean, and stuff. There's like a big yeah group. yeah. There's like seven or eight people there. Except in the house. Oh, my girl is in there. Oh, my Tina. baby girl, Tina. Tina. Ah. By uh, the way, mom, you made it like half a mile without yeah, Tina. Or yeah, I, I think they said a quarter mile, but yeah, that's quite the distance. Yeah, right and Tina and her little dog. Yeah. We find out later. Like, I'm sorry. So, like, uh, honey, if there's a fire in this house, do you think I wouldn't even grab the goldfish? Probably not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, so they send in uh, uh, Howie Long, of course. He's like, uh, all right, I'm going to go get her. Um, and his buddy, Scott Glenn, uh, Wint or whatever, uh, kind of goes after him. Like, oh, you're not going at this alone, buddy. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so they go in. They spend an unusually large amount of time, you know, they have to, like, you know, chop a tree down to go through the fire path and get to the house and all that. 
And then looking for the little girl who I can only assume wants to die because she's like hiding from them. She's like hiding behind the water heater, like. Yeah. Oh, and she's in the dollhouse. Oh, that's right. That's she's right. In the she's in her own dollhouse, and it's like wait, wait, they call her name 175 times, and she doesn't even peep. I'm sorry. Yeah. If basically the gates of hell have opened up outside my window, if I hear anybody calling my name, I'll probably just head towards yeah. them. Like, I really don't even care who it is. Like, yeah. hey, hey, yeah, where are you going? I want to go with you. You're probably gonna live. Like you, you. <laughs> I know you're a stranger, but hey, everything is on fire, and you know my name. I'm assuming you know more than I do. Because yeah. I don't know your name. <laughs> yeah, so eventually they find Tina, go running through the fire, stuff exploding, falling all over, firestorm. And firestorm. and then, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, and the quadrant out. is D4. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 so the fire is happening, and they, they have all these quadrants of the Colorado uh, mountain range here. And this is particularly D4, which will make sense later. In the, or doesn't make sense, but mm. comes up later comes in the film. Comes up later, yeah. Um, so yeah, then they fast forward, you know, after it says firestorm, blah, 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 starting with the credits. One year oh, later. with flaming letters. Of course. Uh, it's late yeah. 90s. Gotta have a flaming letter. It's firestorm. It, 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 <gasps> it, yes. it might as well have been called firecano for all I care. By the way, as much as they talk about the smoke jumpers and right before the intro, this movie was originally called Smoke Jumpers, yeah, right? probably. Before somebody yeah. went like, nobody knows what that is, you're stupid. There's going to be a lot of stoners that are disappointed when they buy a ticket <laughs> for this movie. Um, See if I have an idea for that. <laughs> I like it. Um, so yeah, so then go to a year later. Uh, Scott Glenn is retiring as the the fire chief, I guess, for the yeah, and the, he gets hurt members. somehow in yeah. that one fire, but they don't. It's not really. Yeah, he's old. He probably. Had oh, that's right. Because it becomes like an actual firestorm. So a firestorm is when a fire gets so hot and it's so out of control, it generates its own wind. Um, and yeah, that's right. They get the little girl, and they can't get out their traps, and so they have to go under. They have to get their fireproof blanket and get under it, and hope they saved enough oxygen in there to outlast the uh, the fire winds as they blow over them, and then they reunite with the family. Yeah. But I yeah, I think Scotland got injured in that somehow. They're very vague yeah. on it though. Yeah, he's, he's retiring. Uh, but he can't jump no more. Yeah. Say how long's about to take over, um, but then something happens. Mm. A kid tries to drop an axe on Howie Long from oh, uh, on top of a pole. Yeah, well, they're they're training new smoke jumpers because apparently they last like archangels in uh, <laughs> Rain of Fire. Um, but yeah, the, the like axe falls out at his feet and it's like a running gag. And Howie Long basically uh, d demotes that kid to going out with the uh, the county crews, aka the uh, the prisoners. Going in a uh, cutting fire lines. He's like, yeah. sorry, kid. Maybe next year you're not a smoke jumper. This year you can't even hang on to your. They have a special name for their hatchets. Yeah, they were hatchets. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to trying to understand what they were saying. Like, live as well, or it was yeah. like some kind of French name or whatever. Um, but yeah, so so he goes to the little uh, fire chopper crew or crew of uh, basically inmates at the. Was it the Wing Penitentiary Prison or something like something that? Something like that, yeah. Um, and that's where William Forsythe's uh, incarcerated. Uh, he kills somebody and fills his glasses and flicks his hair back and that therefore assumes his identity. Um, right. Who's going out on one of these crews. Um, and he basically just orchestrates a, a prison break out there. Um, coordinated with his what lawyer or some sort of benefactor out his there. His lawyer and yeah, like yeah. some other people. 
Yeah, uh, and like three or four people on the bus kind of joining him, helping him out. And, and so he, he apparently stashed $37 million four or five years ago when he was arrested, and now he's breaking out to get it and go live the good life, Ton Air style. Um, but, mm -hmm. yeah. oh, did you find it? No, I'm still looking at oh, it, okay. sorry. Um, uh, no, but I did see, uh, if you think you don't know what a smoke jumper is, you probably do if you've ever seen the movie Always. Oh, yeah. That was a movie I was trying to remember the other day where, uh, it's one of my mom's favorites, where it's the, uh, the smoke jumpers and yeah, the love story. Yeah, like Richard Dreyfuss. I believe know, so, yeah. Spielberg directed it. Yeah. Anyway. Sounds great. Uh, right? <laughs> coming next week, though. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so he does the prison break thing, uh, basically leaves the prisoners locked in the bus to roast alive or whatever, and then him and his four buddies, uh, basically uh, take a firefighter suit and are posing as firefighters just until they can get out of there and get on their way mm -hmm. and of course you know find the money split it whatever ways uh, along the way they meet an ornithologist aka yes. bird nerd bird nerd uh, played by Susie Amos I forget her name in the show uh, Rebecca I don't know we'll, we'll call her Susie there we'll we call her Susie I like that uh, so Susie you know she gets caught in the middle of a uh, fire too because it kind of comes in quick with the winds uh, she's like, oh, thank God I found you. Can you help me get out of here? And they're like, oh, uh, yeah, sure. We're Canadian firefighters, eh? Yeah, uh, don't you know. We'll have some uh, Canadian beer when we get out of yeah, here, eh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, these are, eh? Uh, <laughs> sorry, Kristen. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, m mysteriously, uh, his cohorts start dropping off, you know, just, uh, oh, yeah, things happen. Uh, they go to a trading post because uh, they know that's like their like one. There, out, there's like, an like outpost getaway spot. Out there, yeah. yeah. Like a place there. And it'll safe. be empty because they're surrounded by a fire. Yeah. Uh, so they go up there, um, but uh, you know a call gets in about the fire, and uh, they're not hearing back from the prison bus, and so the smoke jumper has got to got to fly out there and check it out, make mm -hmm. sure everybody's safe. Uh, but they kind of stumble upon them. They're kind of by the. It was just before they got to the trading post, sorry. Um, and then they're like, oh, yeah, it's a good thing I found you guys. You're heading the wrong direction. I'll lead you out of here, that kind of thing. Um, and then they're, they get to the, the post. Um, and then oh, there's the giant Swedish guy or whatever. Yes, one of the he's bad one guys. of the bad guys. All right, sorry, really yeah. quick side note. The hand tool they use is called the Pulaski. Pulaski. A Pulaski is a single-bladed axe with a grub hoe on the opposite side and has been considered the greatest uh, fire hand tool ever created. Um, they're called waitresses, not grub hoes. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, then there's a fist fight between Howie Long and this giant yeah. Swedish wrestler guy. Um, in the outpost, as Will William Forsythe setting it on fire. What did we decide he, the, the Swedish guy was in? Oh, uh, Die Hard? He, yeah, he kind of looked like the, the, I don't know, the guy in Die Hard, not, not, uh, oh Mike my god, Gruber. not Rick, Rickman, but the, yeah, not Hans Gruber, but like his, the, the, the blonde guy, yeah, it looked just <laughs> like him. Um, spoiler alert, Howie Long makes it out of that fight. What? Uh, but also but how does he get out of there, sweetie, do you remember? So the outpost is like it's it's like like a camp store like um you know like like and there's like a bunch of picnic tables up front and all of that so uh he's looking around and there's all kinds of gear like he grabs a shotgun and uh i'm not really sure how it works but uh 
somehow he got a dirt bike mm -hmm. and he came out the roof yeah. and then off the roof. Yep, flying right off of the top of the of the the post. So there was a big mounted grizzly bear in there. What I'm assuming yeah. happened. I may be wrong. I'm assuming. So obviously, if you're selling a dirt bike, it's not full of gas. Yeah. So he'd empty one of the 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 some of the white fuel out of some of the Coleman lanterns into it, and then he rides up. He he gets a running start from the door, <laughs> rides up the uh, the the, the grizzly bear. bear and out the uh, the smokestack. And then, hmm, so, oh, or possibly a sunroof. There, it was or, pretty um, well lit yeah, inside true, of it. True, true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I was thinking of the Pulaski's. Uh, did you tell them why they were trapped in there? Where were they trapped in there? They were trapped in there because uh, the bad, the the head bad guy had locked the door from the outside. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was, where the, yeah. his other two, the other two minions in the car didn't happen to see this apparently. Yeah, they were in the car with the uh, ornithologist ornithologist lady <laughs> who who stole the gun from a guy and hung him kind of with the seatbelt. Right, she becomes a badass for like. 30 seconds. Uh, oh, nothing, like, like two seconds. And then, over the course of the movie. Oh, She's about oh, yeah, us for yeah, like yeah. 30 seconds total. Yeah. And then immediately like forgets it. Yeah. Well, I think you want these and they're holding up like the magazine with the bullet. At that point, it's like, uh, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm still kind of choking you out with the seatbelt. Oh, and you probably want this part. Otherwise, what are you going to do? Throw those at me? <laughs> yeah, and the reality is, if you're going to throw one piece of the other of a gun, I want to throw the body of a gun. That's going to yeah. knock somebody out a lot quicker than just <laughs> a bullet. Yeah. But regardless, that doesn't happen. All she for just not. hands it back. I would have thrown it out the window. William Forsythe comes on. Come on, we got to go. Uh, Sven didn't make it or whatever the he Swedish guy's name is. Yeah. He uh, got him. So I Yeah. And then that's when uh, Howie Long comes chasing them in the motorcycle. The dirt bike, or yeah. The dirt bike, yeah. Yeah, dirt bike. And then there's my little chase scene where mm -hmm. oh, I forget how the girl gets on the she bike. Like just like, out she just jumps out the door. Much, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, Howie Long picks her up, and then they start chasing the two of them. Yeah. Because, like, now Howie Long is. Uh, Howie and they're driving, like, a Ford Bronco or something. Pretty and much. Like, by the way. You're just driving through basically the wilderness. How does Howie Long not lose them on a dirt bike? Yeah, it, uh, well, he's a large man. And it's just a little dirt bike. It might be like a 50cc or something. Yeah, but still, it's going to be able to get between smaller trees. <laughs> true, true. And, 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 and it, obviously it's powerful enough to ride a grizzly up through the sunroof. Of it's the, true. The trading post, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and anyway. I have to draw a small reenactment of this, just like a little doodle, so you can post it on the Twitter. Right, there we go. Uh, <laughs> we do have our uh, our month art for Fire and Ice Month. Woo! Yeah, we do. Um, uh, so they're chasing them, getting close, William Forsythe firing at them. You know, pew, pew, fire, trees, crashing through trees. Yeah, the forest fire. They're like driving right into it. Did you mention that Howie Long had lit the backdraft? Oh, and lit yeah. the backfire to stop the fire from moving forward, and so the two fires are slowly moving towards each other. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and that that's what tipped Howie Long off originally that these guys may not be real firemen was because they were pressure. hiking up on top of the ridge. Everybody knows fire burns up. Yeah, even I know that. Yeah, and, and so they're being chased, and then, well, they got to get out of there somehow, so they drive off a cliff. First, Howie Long says, "Hold on." Oh yes. And oh. she's like, why? And they drive off a cliff. No, no. Wait, we forgot about the chainsaw. 
Oh, that's right. <laughs> so, uh, so Howie Long's driving, and then he tells the chick who's writing bitch, uh, you have to trade places with me. And yeah. so she gets up on his shoulders and over, and the, even the guys in the Bronco are like, what the hell is going on? What the hell going is going on? on up there? Should we run him over? No, nah, I'm curious to see where this one goes. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, and then luckily they went to the Stormtrooper School of, uh, of AIM because they <laughs> shoot the gun off a few more times and hit nobody. Uh, but yeah, he gets in the back, he reaches into, like, his backpack, well, no, for, well, and then, well, really, it's them, like, shooting, and then all of a sudden, a running chainsaw comes and hits their windshield. <laughs> <laughs> Where did this chainsaw come from? Howie Long's Howie backpack. Oh, yeah. be prepared. He's a oh, out. my God. And uh, then, they, like, they knock it out of the windshield, and it, like, lands in the on the ground running. Nobody thought to grab it? Yeah. That's how long. I would have doubled back, gotten it, gotten back in front of them, and thrown it again, like... Yeah, yeah it seemed to work last time. Yeah. Right? Uh, but yeah. instead, they drive yeah. off a cliff. Drives off a cliff. Land in the river. Uh, or, no, he had the parachute. He had the parachute, right. yeah. yeah. So he has his emergency chute from him dropping down the first time. Yeah. Excuse me, when he drops down the first time, his initial shoot gets caught in a tree and has to cut himself down. Um, but yeah, yeah, he has the emergency shoot, and then as he's closing in on the water, uh, she falls, and he lands in the water, and then his parachute gets entangled in a tree, and she's busy rescuing her backpack instead of him, and yeah. uh, he basically has a little quip of like, hey, don't worry about me, just drown in here. Yeah, oh, and, and why was she saving her backpack? Well, there's a little tin in her backpack, and it's full of a very rare species, special little eggs. There you go. True ornithologist. Yep. Um, so yeah, so now they got to get back to uh, somewhere safe. Um, where is it they want to end up going? Like to the, the oh, the boat. There's a boat. Yeah, the, um, the boat swing now. Uh, the yeah, boat. there's a boat that's uh, blah, that they the bad guys have like. Um, paid a guy off to take them up to Canada. Yeah. And Howie Long looks around and goes like, well, the way these fires are moving, that's going to be our best bet to head anyway, so let's go up there. Let's head them off at the path. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, uh, they haven't heard from Jesse Graves back at base camp, so Scott Clyde's Oh, we like, totally forgot about the inmates. No, we didn't. Uh, the, the ones that were roasting alive in the bus? Yeah. I mentioned that. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the... They they come in um, basically to see how everything's going because they haven't heard from them. Get in there. There's what thirty or forty inmates and cops and or prison guards. And, yeah, uh, and the, fire the firefighters. firefighters just like roasting in this bus. Mm -hmm. uh, Scott Glenn shows up, saves them. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, they went that way, whatever. And then they head off. They're impersonating them. firemen. They stole our gear. Yeah, um, and so Scott Glenn's chasing them down now too, and figure they're yeah. probably heading for. Uh, and, the boat. Yeah, and about that time when he gets back to headquarters, uh, the Heli Long's helicopter lands with his Native American helicopter pilot, yes. and he's like, uh, Mr. Gray Eyes, that's actually the last name of the gentleman who play, who yeah. plays the helicopter, uh, What, what uh, where, where's Howie Long? And he's like, like he jumped, why? Oh, because now there, there's prisoners out there and he doesn't have a radio or anything, because why doesn't he have a radio again? I have no idea. Because he's better than strong. Yeah, uh, before cell phones were big and all that stuff. They had yeah. radios. They had radios, it's true. They had radios in, like, World War II. Uh, maybe maybe when he was in the river, it sure was out. Or maybe he just didn't take one. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, uh, no radio to be found. Um, but uh, they, they eventually get to the place where the boat is, 
Mm-hmm. Um, the fire, <laughs> the fire is swarming in on him. Uh, William Forsythe there. Um, uh, he got the girls a hostage somehow. Well, first yeah. uh, he pushes one of his henchmen off a mountain. Oh yeah. And then there's like a young dumb one. <laughs> yeah. How'd the young dumb one die? Uh, he got snatched up in the bear trap or the the trap. That's right. Yeah, yeah, there's like one of those big, uh, you know, like wraps around the foot, hanging them upside down traps from yeah. the Looney cartoons. Oh, I forget what those are called. Those have a real name, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Howie Long sets one of those, and of course he's up in a tree, so he's like the counterweight, pulling the guy <laughs> up. The William Forsythe just like starts unloading at Howie Long. He's like, stop shooting at me, you asshole. He's keeping me from falling. <laughs> uh, and then eventually he gets dropped. <laughs> womp, womp. Um and that's where uh, William Forsythe. I, I think I think it's at that point where he like gets the girl because she's yes. like going after the gun, and he's like, "Nah, you're coming with me." Ha ha! Smoke jumping. Oh, uh, also, so it's revealed right before that that uh, the ornithologist, her dad, was like super hardcore military and oh, trained man. her to be like super hardcore military. So like at one point they uh, they're they make an arrow out of fire. They're like to point the way so that uh, their te- the team can find them. Yeah. And uh, she lights all the fires because she's better at lighting fires than Howie Long. So it's like they give you a little bit of like, oh yeah, this is how come she knows how to like handle a gun and shit. Except for she constantly keeps forgetting. So I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, do we do we want to ruin? The ending. The oh, fight. the final fight. It, it, here's a hint. There's parts of it in the trailer. There's a firestorm. There is a firestorm. You know what? There's a face melting scene. There is. But let's leave it at that. Yeah. So, uh, firestorm. Would oh you recommend God. it? Yes. 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 Absolutely. If you like out. 80s and 90s action movies, this is everything you want. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful backcountry, awesome bad guys. It's it's cliffhanger meets backdraft. Yes, yeah. meets a little bit of a uh, Top Gun. Yeah, a little bit of Top Gun in there. Yeah. Or maybe Firebird. Wait, 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 are you talking? About <laughs> are you talking about the gay overtones? Because that's obvious. Oh yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. I'm talking about like the I guys mean, just want to lather each other up. I mean, smoke jumpers, bears. I mean, I'm on your gay lingo. <laughs> Should we toss him to the bear? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Watch Galavant, everybody. It's yes. surprisingly good. Um, but yeah, also watch Firestorm. Yes, uh, Firestorm. And hey. if you're going to watch Firestorm, do it on Amazon. But before yeah. you do that, go to our link at eilfm.podbean.com. And, <laughs> and click through the link. Click through the link. Cost so you get nothing extra. <laughs> we get, you know, a point... Point three yeah. quarters I, of a... We might get a quarter. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with <laughs> okay. that, though. It's appreciated. Oh, yeah. Every little bit helps. Yeah. Helps keep the lights on. Helps keep Caster Troy's tummy full. You know, that way we can incarcerate him so he doesn't go on killing sprees. Absolutely. <laughs> Can't have hey, that. Do you need uh, a beer? I do. What do you got for me, sweetie? Well, in honor of Fire and Ice Month, we have another beer out of our Viking pack. Ooh. Because Vikings! It's Viking Lager. Fersker og milder bier. Viking lager er hifferbuden bier med milder. Brestiu. So we're going to stop you right there. I'm just going to assume it's a lager. Uh, <laughs> made in Iceland, one of them uh, international lagers. International lager is bier, bier, cerveza, bier, 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 
Or I'm I'm just gonna guess those all mean beer. <laughs> uh yeah. Made okay. in Iceland. In Elkoy. Uh let's see, I'm trying to find Oh, it's uh four point five percent. Oh there we go. Yeah. Five hundred milliliter uh can here. Oh, and has a picture of pregnant lady drinking with a flash through it. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty rad. Oh, and a car with a flash Oh my god, that could be like a, on the front of an abortion clinic or something. <laughs> you know, like the Ghostbusters. Like it's got the ghost with flash through it. But. Uh, honey, I almost you, feel like that should be the logo of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so no drinking if you're pregnant podcast. Yeah. Alright, All right. here we go. Gonna open this can. Oh, my cup! Alrighty. And the pour. Alright, this is a beautiful crystal clear beer. Oh no! Oh, oh, careful. Mm. <laughs> Hot noises, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I make sexy noises. Light. Yeah, that is a crystal clear beer. Yeah, crystal clear. Nice, nice light, light yellow. Color. Yeah, nice, lots of white frothy head. Oh, Pickles Cage has come to try the head. Come here, buddy. Yeah, don't call me up. Mmm. Hey. Yeah, that is pretty delicious. It's almost like a, yeah. I mean, it's a lager, but it's almost got like a little pilsner, like it's a little more full-bodied and yeah. happier than most. Definitely. Well, at 4.5%, that's pretty big for a lager. Yeah, yeah it's kind of on the high side, but... Yeah, yeah this is delightful good. and refreshing. If you can get yourself some Viking beer, it's pretty damn solid. <laughs> All right. Oh, Pickleless Cage has come to visit Steve. Yeah, if he wanted to be right on my lap, not three inches away from the microphone, so... Well, of course, he'd be on top of the microphone if he could. Ready for some fun facts? Fun facts! Super fun facts! Fun, fun facts! Indeed. Uh, $19 million budget. Any idea how much it made? Ooh. I hope it made $75 million. Uh, more like eight. Aww. Eight million dollar return. Uh, you didn't see a whole lot of movies starring Howie Long after that, did you? I thought that was just because he became an NFL commentator in Half Cyborg. Actually, filming <laughs> took place between August and November 96, and Howie Long would still do Fox NFL pre- and post-game shows on Sundays. Yay! Uh, and still does to this still day. Still does over 20 years later. Uh, oh, and by the way, I, I just have to say, Howie Long's charismatic as fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's why he's got, had, got the job doing the post and pre-game for oh, over yeah. 20 years. I mean... Dennis Miller lasted a year. He's it's, pretty charismatic. It's a shame that he's basically crippled because, like, mm. he really totally could have been, like, a real action star for, he, like... He's lived a hard life, and I think, like, three of his sons are playing in the NFL or something mm. like that now. That's so, amazing. Yeah. It happens. Uh, this is the first cinema feature of Barry Pepper. Uh, he played uh, basically <laughs> the dumb one that hung upside down, uh, the yeah. bad guy. About uh, the only other thing I recall seeing him in is uh, Battlefield Earth. <laughs> uh, Somebody watched this movie and said, "Hey, Battlefield Earth." <laughs> said, "Hey, you want to star in a movie?" <laughs> uh, I said, "John Travolta." We'll we'll give you a couple grand now. Uh, let's see. Fun the fact? film the film was originally set up at the now defunct Savoy Pictures. When Savoy had the project, the film was going to be more epic in scale with comprehensive visual and computer effects. Savoy even authored Sylvester Stallone $20 million to star, which he obviously accepted. Yeah. Um, however, the studio went bust before the film was made, and 20th Century Fox mm. picked up the script from Turnaround and fashioned it in a more intimate, smaller-budget movie as they only paid 
thirty million. They only wanted to pay thirty million dollars on the picture. Ended up paying nineteen. All right. Yeah. Well, that, that explains the cliffhanger meets backdraft. Well, again, there we go, and yeah. Scott Glenn was in backdraft, so yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, that's the fun facts I got for Firestorm. Fun facts. Those are super fun facts. Uh, I also uh, big shout out to Movie Pod Squad and Potter and Family. Uh, Woo, we love great, you guys. All the great podcasts and stuff out there. Uh, we uh, put the question out there because this star is obviously NFL Hall of Famer Howie Long. Uh, question. What's the favorite slash best movie starring a former NFL player? <laughs> and, and I put this up with a gift from uh, The Naked Gun, of course, starring Orthel James Simpson. Yeah. Uh, so put the question out there, and here's wait, some wait, of the responses. Wait, wait, real quick. Steve, what's your favorite movie starring starring a former NFL player? I'll say I love The Naked Gun. Jeez. Um, Stone Cold. Starring so Brian awesome. uh, Because I feel like nobody on Twitter probably mentioned it. Gotta give a shout out to the uh, the thing with the beast of two heads. Thing with, two heads. <laughs> <laughs> with Sandy Greer. And yeah, Sandy Greer. And the guy, yeah. <laughs> when, uh, when the uh, the head of a rich racist gets planted on the body of a uh, a large black felon, what could go wrong? <laughs> That's yeah. a real movie. It really is. And I'm not exaggerating that that is not even just like the tagline of the movie. Yeah, let's, see what, uh, <laughs> let's see what we suggested out here out in the Potter Family World. Uh, let's see. That one doesn't count because they uh, are a hoaxer. Oh, no. Um, Steve should have done his research before he started this segment. I'm pulling it up here. <laughs> uh, Film Roast at Film Roast Show. Woo! Terry Crews in pretty much anything. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Terry Crews. Whether so it's Expendables or Gamer or uh, was it White Chicks he was in? Uh, Idiocracy. <laughs> Idiocracy. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the State of the Union address. Oh, his his quote from the making of Gamer. I can't think of what could be scarier than a huge naked black man in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Terry Crews, he is the best. Indeed. Uh, the CAT podcast at cinematic underscore at. Um, they said, dude, I've been trying to convince Paul to make this a theme. How about Jim Brown and Mars Attacks? Yes. Uh, I prefer Jim Brown. He's in Dirty Dozen. Yeah. Uh, if you remember, he was also in one of our past episodes. <gasps> Which one was that, Steve? The Running Man as Fireball. Woo! Running Man was amazing. Do, uh, do you remember which uh, episode that was? Ooh, I think that uh, if I forgot, I would just have to go to uh, eilfm.podbean.com and check out our past episodes. She remembers the website, everybody. <laughs> Woo, we're High all around. <laughs> it only took 65 episodes. <laughs> anyway. uh, my brain is dyslexic. Uh, stale at Stale Popcorn Pod. Uh, Carl Weathers in Rock... No, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or Carl Weathers in Predator. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. In session film at in session film, uh, he doesn't star, but is significant to the plot. And then has a gif of Dan Marino in Ace Ventura. At the yeah. Got any more of that gummy? <laughs> uh, Bob at MTTM Bob, Police Academy. 
Bubba Smith is Hightower. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, so many good NFL stars in movies. Here's one. Do you know there's an NFL star in Blazing Saddles? <gasps> Who's that, Steve? Alex Garris, who plays Mongo. Oh, Mongo. <laughs> uh, big thanks to uh, those movie guys at TMG underscore podcast for uh, suggesting that one. I didn't, I didn't know he was an NFL player. I mean, he's a big guy and everything, but... Why poke Mongo? Why poke Mongo? Dylan Miles at King of Bob. If you had just said football player, I would have said Mean Machine because Vinnie Jones was a pro soccer player. You know, yeah. Vinnie Jones from Gallivant. Yeah. Yeah. More gooder than at MGT Podcast. Love those guys. Not even a contest. John Mat- Oh my gosh, I can't say his last name. John Matuzak, uh, who played Sloth in The Goonies. Yeah, Goonies! <laughs> and a few others, too. That is yeah. a great great pool, guys. And, uh, great pool. Forgotten Films at Forgotten Film Z. Uh, films with a Z at the end. Uh, he agreed with that one. Uh, inclusive Podcast. Inconclusive podcast uh, also agree with uh, Police Academy. Bubba Smith. Yeah. Um, the the Jeff Pert show at Jeff Pert show. Uh, he suggested Fred Dreyer um, from L.A. Law, although technically not a movie. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, fifteen I'll years. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll allow it. Fifteen years of acting, I think, qualifies for recognition. <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to think of like any other NFL. Movie star was yeah. I just love Stone Cold. It is it is this movie to the nth degree. Starring <laughs> Brian Bosworth. Yeah, the boss. It's a shame he didn't have more. <laughs> <laughs> that when we can do that movie on the oh podcast. Oh my god! Any time you want, sweetie. <laughs> uh, um. Also, everybody forgot uh, the entire cast of the replacements. I don't think any of those were real players, though. What are you telling me? Oh, any given Sunday. There you go. You got Lawrence Taylor. Uh, who else was in that movie? Yeah, cool J. There any football players in Space Jam? Space Jam? Like, like in the like, just be. I know it was most is basketball game. It was. But I'm just saying, like, they the cameos or anything. Not that I recall offhand. Maybe okay. maybe Yosemite Sam. No, no. <laughs> NFL players that one. Alrighty. Uh, do we have one last beer? We do have one last beer. So. Mm-hmm. uh... This beer comes to us in a growler. Ooh. We've uh, we've done beers from this brewery before. It's called Heretic Brewing Company. Yeah, Be a heretic things. and don't drink ordinary beer. Heretic is awesome. Absolutely. I love Heretic, and this is their torment. This Ooh. is a ten percent Belgian dark ale. Yes. Yeah. Give me, give me, give me, give me. <laughs> so I'm gonna pop the top. <laughs> this is super full. She oh, filled yeah. this to the freaking top. Yeah, I think the. Uh, you just want to lick off the top, man. <laughs> yeah, I think the uh, bar ladies out there like us because they uh, they done treat us good. They like they remember Steve. Well, and his um, and the obnoxious <laughs> girl that follows him around. <laughs> Ooh, that is a beautiful oh, dark ruby color. Uh, yeah, nice little khaki colored head. Actually, pretty crystal clear too. Yeah, for as dark as it is, it's yeah. very clear. Yeah, this is a beautiful, like, deep red beer. Ooh, it's got like a, like a sweeter scent. Unfortunately, uh, aroma-wise, I don't smell well with this. Yeah, it smells. Mine, honestly, it smells like Belgian candy sugar, mm. as it should, because I'm pretty sure that's what it mostly is. Oh my god. Oh, uh, what does it taste like, Steve? Very smooth. If that's ten percent, it's dangerous. That is ten percent. Yeah, that's um. Ringo nappy sleep sleep time after this. 
Yeah, very very malt forward. Mm. Uh, not a whole lot of hops, but enough to balance it out. Uh, yeah, you can taste body. that Belgian candy sugar in it. That's the ABV, a little bit of toastiness. The uh, the Belgian yeast gives like it's not overly sweaty like some of them can be. This is nice and mild. Gives a little bit of that yeah. unique flavor. Yeah, a little almost like a peppery. Uh, yeah, a little bit of spicy nose. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Steve's got some Belgian lacing mm. going on on the side of his glass yeah, from the yeah. high alcohol and sugar content. See a dragon spinning fireballs. By the way, that's a fun game. Uh, the the lacing is. Uh, oh yeah, see yeah, what you find in your. Bit, see what you find in there. Absolutely. Ooh, maybe we should have a contest where people can send us their beer lacing mm. pictures. Hashtag beer lacing. Send it at EILF Movies on Twitter. Or Hashtag EILFM dot I'm sorry, what, what was our Hashtag EILFM. If you're going to do it. Perfect. Tag us. Let's do it. Let's do it. Woo! Ah, such a good beer. Yeah. Let's go, uh, go try some Heretic. Absolutely. You can often find uh, the evil twin and the evil cousin in a lot of stores. Oh, yeah, yeah. They um, so, like, go and hunt that down, especially if, if you're a hop head. They're not the most intense hop ones, but they have very interesting hop profiles. Yeah. Incredibly consistent. If you can find the CHP, the Chocolate Hazelnut Porter, get your ass into that. That yeah. is delicious. Put that in your mouth. Oh, swirl it around and just let it follow me. Mm, I let it drip down my chin and across my chin. Alright, well, Sweetie's <laughs> gonna zone out for a sec, and, uh, well, Sweetie, what did we learn from Firestorm? Uh, I learned that their little hatchet tool is called a Pulaski. That's exactly what I learned, damn it. <laughs> um, I learned Sylvester Stallone was originally going to be in this movie, but instead they went even better and got Howie Long. Oh, so good. You know what, honestly, what I learned from this movie? What's that? I fucking love Howie Long. Right? Oh, and I learned something else from this movie. What's that? That you can escape a locked cabin via a dirt bike yes. off the roof. <laughs> if only there's a stuff bear in there. Apparently. Yeah, to, to ride right up. That's what I'm assuming. They don't show any of that on film, but I'm assuming that's the only thing I can think of. And smoke jumpers. Yeah, we, lear we, we learned that's like a real term. That wasn't just made yeah. up for the movie. Not a, it's not a derogatory term for <laughs> a certain nationality or anything. Yeah, it's a, no, You're talking it's about cats, right? Yeah, of Or course. Canadians. Uh, cats. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, see, <laughs> they, jump. they can hear the. They can hear you. <laughs> Never stopped them before. Anyway, so until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is everything, everything I, I learned from, from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. Check out Movie Pod Squad. Woo, Hashtag Pod Movie Pod Squad. Hashtag Potter and Family. All the great podcasts out there. Love Steve, you guys. I'm gonna bathe in this beer. Delicious. Mmm. You gonna lick it off me? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> 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 <laughs>